This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Welcome to my sexy stories. Enjoy your night or the start of your day, spiced by our imaginative story. Check out all our projects down below, and maybe you'll find something you love. Now get comfy and listen to my sexy stories. The next story is posted by Lisa Lude Peter Pocker. From our slash erotica, the title of this post is The Girl Next Door. Sit back and enjoy the story. A few years had passed since I gathered my little harem in Lund. I kept in contact with most of the girls and even met up with some of them from time to time. Adara and I went swinging a couple of times in Copenhagen and Tessa lived with me for almost a year. But then things changed. Lynn and Lisa moved to Stockholm when Lisa got a new job. Camilla finally divorced her deadbeat husband. She still came over now and again when she needed to feel degraded and used. Nothing would top what I made her do when I took her to Vegas, but she was satisfied with less. Anna and I moved out of the city and into the countryside into a little village called Rastanga. It's amazing how much more you can get out in the countryside compared to the city. For just double the amount as my centrally located flat we got a huge house with several guest houses and stables. It turned out that it was not only men that Anna enjoyed riding, and for my part I felt it was time for a change and living with Anna was turning out beyond my expectations. She enjoyed taking care of the house. And the mornings when I woke up without her lips wrapped around my cock were few and far between. After I had given her the mouthful she so desired, she went up and made breakfast while I started working. The money I was supplying her with had also improved her wardrobe and hair and she had started looking like quite the lady. I made a very good exit from the company I had been working at and had taken a part-time position at the university as an economics professor. I still kept one foot in the business world though and invested and consulted for a number of startups. All in all, it was a good life. I still didn't allow Anna to wear any clothes at home, unless we had guests. And depending on the guests, sometimes not even then. About once a month we had like-minded people over for orgies and Anna was always an excellent hostess. But I still missed the excitement of finding new partners, and the exhilaration of the memories when I first met Lynn and Sarah stuck in my mind. I tried to make do with what I had but never felt the same thrill. Little did I know that it was about to change, and even less did I know how debauchery lurked in the shadows of the small country homes of Western Skane. It all began one morning as I was driving towards Lund. The road from our house is a winding one with the river on one side and rolling fields on the other. I had bought a new Range Rover. If you lived in the countryside having an SUV was almost a given. I was going fast along the narrow road and had to quickly slow down as I saw a girl walking along the road. I passed her by and saw her gesturing towards me in the rear view mirror. I felt a bit bad as I had passed her much faster than was appropriate. I looked at the time. I was already late. No time to stop and apologize. Instead I increased my speed and continued towards Lund. I had almost forgotten about the incident when I drove the same road the next morning. Just before the bend I saw her again. This time I slowed down as I went past her. It was a girl in her late teens in a black skirt and white shirt. She was staring down at her feet as I passed. I went to work and didn't think of her again that day. Not surprising as classes had just started and I had a bunch of 19-year-old girls that were ogling me all day as I taught intro to macroeconomics. 
There were especially a few that sat in the front row with exaggerated cleavages that were difficult to ignore. But I was doing well, at least by my own standards. I had not yet hit on any of them, and I had promised myself that I wouldn't. As I got home, I bent Anna over the sofa and fucked her ass hard as I described the young girls that had been staring at me all day. Tell me about the Persian girl, Anna said as I pulled out of her ass and grabbed her hair pushing her mouth down over my cock. Ah, she's a beauty. She has the most perfect little face and wears a skirt that barely covers her panties. I am sure I saw a hint of white between her legs today. And her tits, large and firm, I said as I grabbed Anna's head and forced my cock down her throat. What I wouldn't give to get her on my dick. I looked down at Anna. She was looking up at me with excitement in her eyes as I deep-throated her. I pushed myself over the edge pumping cum down her throat. Anna sucked me dry and then cleaned me up before getting up off her knees and heading over to the bathroom. Too bad that you can't bring them over, she said smiling over her shoulder. I nodded and sat down in the sofa. I don't think that would go over well with the faculty. There is this other professor that is kind of cute though. Victoria, she's a bit shy. That has never stopped you before, Anna said with a smile. I laughed and shook my head. I fucked Anna twice more that evening to get the girls in my class out of my head. It's good that you have some fresh meat to look at, Anna said after she had swallowed my third load. It makes your cock that much harder, she said eagerly licking the last cum off the tip. The next day I again saw the dark-haired girl. I caught up to her further up the road this time. I was a few minutes earlier this morning. As I got closer, I slowed down and rolled down my window. Where are you heading to? I asked as I pulled up next to her. She looked up at me from under a neatly cut fringe. Overly dark makeup outlined her eyes that stared at me intently. Bus stop? Eloquent girl, I thought with a smile. The bus stop was a mile down the road at the intersection to the main road. Need a lift? I'm heading that way. She furrowed her brows. Then she shook her head. All right. Have a good day. She nodded and then looked down at the ground. I watched her in the rear view mirror as I drove off. I passed the girl each morning on my way to work. I waved to her as I passed each time and after a few times she started waving back. One morning the following week, the rain was pouring down. I saw her walking there by the road, completely soaked. I pulled up next to her and rolled down the window. Are you sure you don't want a lift? You're completely drenched. She looked up at me, her mascara running down her face. She hesitated for a second, looked up at the dark gray skies. Then she nodded. She went around the car and got in. There you go, I said smiling. Warm and dry. Have you considered an umbrella? She glared at me. It wasn't raining when I left home, she said sullenly. I nodded. Peter, by the way, I said putting my hand out. She shook it. Ella. Nice to meet you Ella, I said starting to drive. Where are you headed to? The bus stop. I nodded. And then, I could see her looking at me at the corner of my eye. Lund? Really? That must be an hour by bus and train, right? She nodded. I'm going to Lund as well. I can drop you there if you like. I could feel her studying me for a long while. Okay, she said finally. Talking to Ella was hard work. For every 10 words I got one in return. But I managed to figure out that she was a freshman at university studying psychology. She had just started the previous week and was still staying at home. You haven't thought about getting your own place in Lund? I asked as we were closing in on Maryhome. Ella shook her head. Even if I could get a place it is too expensive. Not everyone is rich. I glanced at her. She had dried up a bit but looking at her clothes it was clear that she was probably not coming from a wealthy family. I nodded. She was silent for the rest of the trip and I dropped her off at Eden and headed up towards North Lund. 
I spent the rest of the day trying not to get a hard on by looking at my students and at the same time getting them to understand the basic macroeconomic concepts of GDP and inflation, riveting subjects that kept my libido in check. In the evening I took out my sexual frustration on Anna and left her panting on the floor after the fourth time of ramming my cock down her throat. The next morning, I saw Ella walking by the road again and when I stopped, she got in without a word. Where do you live? I asked as I turned onto the main road. Cald. I looked at her. I did not have a good grasp of the local geography, but the name did ring a bell. You have to clue me in a bit more than that, I said with a smile. When you drive back this road towards Rastanga it's the house with all the dog pens. I nodded. That's where I remembered it from. Cald's kennel. I had seen the sign many times driving down to the store. Then we're almost neighbors, I said nodding. Eller raised an eyebrow. Are you the guy that bought the mansion? I laughed. I don't know if I would call it a mansion, but it is pretty big. It must be like 20 rooms or something. I nodded. 22. Plus the guest house. Ella went silent. Do you live there alone? She asked finally. I shook my head. I live there with a friend. Girlfriend? Ella asked. I laughed again. She is a woman, Anna, but we don't do labels. I could feel Ella studying me, and I didn't get another word out of her on the entire trip. As I was coming home that evening, I saw a dog running next to the road. I slowed down and it came running up to the car. I opened the door and looked at it. I have never been good at dogs, but it looked like some kind of retriever. Well hello there, friend, I said getting out of the car. The dog wagged its tail at me. I leaned down and looked at its collar. Cald, said the tack. Come on, get in, I told the dog. Let's get you home. The dog got in the car and I drove off. It was quite far from home and had run at least a few miles. I drove past the road up to our house and continued down the hill until I saw the kennel sign. I slowed down and turned up onto the gravel path leading to the house. I saw at least 20 dogs that all started barking as I got out. The runaway dog eagerly got out and quickly ran up to the gate. I looked around for a bell of some kind, but my searching was interrupted by a woman's voice. Sandy, thank God, you're back. I looked up and saw a woman in her late thirties running towards me. It was a very pleasing sight. She had long dark hair and was wearing workout clothes, a tight-fitting top and yoga pants that showed off her figure very well. A nice camel toe was showing between her legs and I probably looked at it for a little too long trying to figure out if she was wearing panties underneath it or not. The gate opened and the dog went up to its mistress licking her face as she crouched down. I smiled at the happy reunion that went on for almost a minute. Looks like I found the right place then, I said. The woman looked up at me. Yes, thank you so much. She said in a cheery voice and before I knew it, she had thrown her arms around me. Her body was crushed against mine and I could not help but draw in on her scent and relish in the feeling of her breasts pushing against my chest. I'm sorry, she said pulling away. That wasn't very proper of me. I'm just so happy. We've been looking for Sandy all afternoon. Ella is still out looking. Your daughter? I asked. She nodded. I'm Peter by the way, I said nodding. Oh, how rude of me, the woman said blushing. Emma. I'm Emma. She looked at me as if almost seeing me for the first time. I stood up straight letting her take her time. I normally make a pretty good first impression. It helps being tall and good looking. Emma smiled. Well, thank you again. Neighbors should help each other out, I said with a smile. She looked at me and then realization dawned on her. Oh, you're the guy from the mansion. Good to finally meet you, I said nodding. She studied me for a while longer. You're not what I expected, she said with a smirk. And what did you expect? She was quiet for while absently patting the dog that was sitting next to her. 
I don't know. Not. You. I laughed. Can I offer you something to drink? She said. I nodded. Sure. After Emma had put the dog in her pen, we went up to the house and I stepped inside. The inside was, if possible, in even more disarray than the outside. Clothes lay everywhere, and I saw at least four dogs running around. Two of them came up to me and sniffed at me and then left again. As we walked past one room there were two dogs coupling. I stopped in my tracks and just stared at the male dog that was working hard on the female. Sometimes I wish that men could be more like stud dogs, Emma said next to me. I looked at her with a smile. What do you mean, lick your ass and then start fucking you without saying hello? Emma looked at me with a smirk and went into the next room. I could not help but follow the movements of her ass. No, she was definitely not wearing anything underneath those yoga pants. Do you want coffee or something else? I can have a cup, I said following her into what turned out to be the kitchen. She stood by the counter her back towards me. I couldn't help but look at the way her yoga pants gripped her ass. As I looked at it, she pushed her ass out towards me. I looked up at her face and saw her smiling back at me over her shoulder. As she turned her face forward again, I walked up to her, got down on my knees and quickly pulled her yoga pants down. I had guessed correctly, she was not wearing anything underneath. Emma gasped as I grabbed her as cheeks and forced them apart. With my tongue licked all the way from her wet lips up to her asshole, she leaned forward and I spread her ass and pussy open wide and dug in. She was getting wetter by the second and I lapped up all I could of her juices and then started working on her asshole. My tongue circling around her sphincter and dipping in from time to time. Yes, she panted. Yes, just like that. I worked her pussy and ass for a long while until she finally shivered uncontrollably and started gushing out of her pussy. I kept licking her pussy hard my tongue flicking her clit. Ah! She screamed and bent further forward as her body rocked in another orgasm. I stood up and brought my rock-hard cock out and with one swift stroke I sank all the way in. Emma gasped again and grabbed the counter as I started pounding her hard from behind. Yes, 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 she kept repeating as I thrust into her. It didn't take five minutes until she came again almost collapsing on the kitchen counter. I could feel myself getting closer and I grabbed her hips and let myself go shooting my load deep into her cunt. Like that, I said leaning in with my mouth against her ear. Exactly like that. She said in a hoarse voice, Mom, I'm home. Came a call from the other side of the house. Emma froze. I quickly pulled out of Emma and pulled my pants up. Emma had just had time to pull her pants up as Ella entered the kitchen. Emma's face was still completely flushed. I turned towards Ella with a smile. Peter? Ella said and stood still in the doorway. Hello Ella. Emma looked at us with a curious look. I've been giving Ella a ride to Lund the last few days. Turned out we leave at the same time in the mornings. I said as an explanation and as a way of trying to take the attention away from the dark spot that was growing between Emma's legs. And just now I found your dog and brought it back here. You found Sandy. Ella said relief showing on her face. I nodded. Thank you. Ella said walking up to me and putting her arms around me. I froze. My cock was still achingly hard against my pants and I couldn't see how she could miss that. I looked at Emma and nodded down at her crotch. Emma looked down and just then realized the large wet spot that was spreading from her crotch. Luckily the house smelled so much of dog that it would be difficult to smell the sex. Emma quickly sat down at the table. Ella released me. Sandy is my dog, you see? I was so afraid, she said with the first honest smile I had seen on the girl. She's out in her pen, Emma said. Ella nodded and then quickly left. Emma gave a sigh of relief as we heard the front door close. I went over to Emma and leaned down and kissed her. She was a bit startled but kissed me back her tongue searching out mine. 
After a few seconds I broke off the kiss, and without a word I brought my cock out of my pants again. I think you should clean me up, don't you think? I said putting the tip of my cock next to her mouth. She looked up at me with wide eyes. Then she threw a look at the doorway in the direction of the front door. Then she looked up at me again and nodded, taking my cock into her mouth. I sighed with relief as she started sucking on my cock. It wasn't long before it started growing again. Emma had her eyes closed and was using one hand on my shaft as she sucked on my glands. This is so wrong, she said looking up at me with a smile. Not at all, I said pulling her up from her chair and kissing her. Her hand was still on my shaft stroking it. She can come back in any second, Emma whispered. I nodded. Then I turned her round and pulled down her yoga pants again. Emma gasped. I put my cock against her wet cunt and sank into her. I fucked her slowly from behind while kissing her neck. Her hands grabbed my hips and she seemed to pull me deeper into her. I let one hand rest on her pussy and massaged her clit with two fingers as I thrust into her. Please be quick, she moaned as I sank deep into her. I won't come until you do, so that's up to you. I set upping the pace a little and massaging her clit harder. Oh my god, oh my god, Emma panted. I felt her tense up and her body started shaking. Before she had come down from her orgasm, I pulled out of her and pushed her down to her knees. Open your mouth. She looked up at me in confusion, the last stages of her orgasm still coursing through her body. But she obeyed. I put my glands at her lips and jerked my cock a few times until I erupted. Warm cum hit the inside of her mouth and tongue and she kept looking up at me. I squeezed out the last of the cum on her tongue. Swallow. She closed her lips and swallowed audibly her eyes still locked on mine. Good girl. I said pushing the tip of my cock against her lips. She parted them for me, and I pushed inside. Now suck the last of it out and swallow that too. I felt the suction and exhaled deeply as she sucked the last of my load into her mouth. Lick me clean, I said after she was done. She obeyed again and licked her own juices off my shaft. Once she was done, I tucked my cock into my pants and crouched in front of her. She had her yoga pants tugged down to her feet and come from my first load was still dripping out of her pussy. I leaned in and kissed her. You liked that didn't you? Emma nodded. You're a good little bitch. I will probably have to come over and use you again when I feel like it. Emma nodded once more. Now, you'd better go have a shower. I don't think Ella will miss that a second time around. She nodded a third time and got up. After pulling her yoga pants up, she stumbled away towards the stairs. I sat down at the table and drank my coffee. A minute later the front door opened and a few seconds later Ella walked into the kitchen. Where's mom? She asked looking around. She said she was going to take a shower. I said taking another sip of coffee. Ella raised her eyebrows and shook her head. By the way, if you want to, I can pick you up here tomorrow. I think it's supposed to rain again. Ella looked at me for a short while. Then she nodded. Thank you for enjoying our podcast. If you feel like you want more of it, make sure to subscribe and be delighted with five or more episodes daily enjoy and i'll see you in the next episode of my sexy story